Marshall Big L. When pirates ruled the airwaves, Three Valleys Radio takes you back to the early 60s to the radio revolution that took place then out in the North Sea. Over the coming weeks, we shall be bringing you the sounds of Radio Caroline, Radio London, Radio North Sea, Swing and Radio England, and many more. So together, let's keep the radio revolution alive here on Three Valleys Radio. Well, good afternoon and welcome to another edition of When Pirates Ruled the Airwaves here on Three Valleys Radio. Now this week we're going to concentrate on um, three of the lesser known uh, pirate stations, uh, no four of the lesser known pirate stations I should say, um, which hopefully will uh, start to fill in the whole overall picture. Because uh, apart from Carolina and London, and, uh, there was lots more basically. and. Uh, we're hoping to bring them to you. So we're going to start with Radio 270, which uh, broadcast from a boat called the Ocean 7, and it was situated three miles off the coast of Scarborough. They started broadcasting in 1966, and they had an ultimate audience of over 4,750,000 people, which is quite a lot. So have a listen first of all then as we get stuck into uh, Pirates Rule the Airwaves and as I say it's Radio 270. Broadcasting three and a half miles off of Scarborough, Yorkshire Coast. This is Sound 67, 270. Broadcasting on a frequency of 11.15 kilocycles, 270 meters medium wave. The time is 60 seconds after 10 o'clock. reporting from 270 Action Central. The Home Secretary has been asked to reconsider his decision to close Courtley's approved school in Surrey by 32 of the boys. In a letter, the boys, aged between 14 and 15, say they've all been well-fed, well-clothed and treated fairly by the headmaster and his staff. The headmaster, Minister, Mr. Dennis Hayton, said that the letter was written quite spontaneously. Another oil on the beach is scarce. Small chunks of oil floated ashore with the incoming tide at Eastbourne this afternoon, but as the tide went out, so too did most of the oil. What was left on the beaches was cleaned up by the council workmen. There's been no signs today of the big oil slick reported off the Sussex coast last night. Nigeria. It reported from Lagos that troops with, from the breakaway eastern region have crossed the river Niger into the midwestern state and seized the capital Benin. They are said to have been joined by forces with mutinous federal troops. It's been confirmed in London that Britain is supplying arms for the Nigerian federal army. An apprentice jockey working for the racehorse trainer, Mr. Fred Armstrong, at Newmarket, has died in hospital after an incident at the stables. He was Terence Carroll, aged 17. A 19-year-old youth has been charged with manslaughter. Finally, tall at 20. Linda Ludgrove is to retire from swimming this week. She's announced this decision after winning the women's 220-yard Blackstroke at her, her seventh in national title at the Amateur Championships at Blackpool this afternoon. 
Miss Lightgrove, will be 20 next month, but she was beginning to feel like an old lady amongst all those kids. This has been the latest news from the 270 Department of News and Public Affairs. Next newscast from 270 in one hour's time at 11 o'clock. Yes, hi. It's me. Trying to kick around for the next three hours. Well, it's been less than three hours anyway. Stick around for three hours. All right? Yeah. Good. Thank you very much, Rusty, for the past three hours. I enjoyed it very much. Didn't hear all of it. Heard little bits when I was in the galley and so forth. It really sounded like you were enjoying yourself. I'm sure you were. It's five minutes now past ten o'clock. And I hope you're all having a very good evening on Wednesday, August the 9th. the number 10 sound from John Walker and it's called Annabella and good evening
just keep growing fast And that is why it's gonna last You've got to hang on, girl Don't look back He's running after you again And he'll cause you John Walker, number 10 this week. It's now seven minutes past 10 o'clock. Here's a new one. It comes from the technique called You Don't Care.
a good sound, isn't it? Mm, the technique, and It's a Tony Hall Enterprise thing. Very good. On the Treasure Isle label. It's 11 minutes now, past 10 o'clock. I'd like to remind you that it's uh, 10.40 this evening. We'll be having a report from Canada. A report from an X270 man, Roger Keane. <laughs> Before we go, go, go with uh, Herman and his hermits, I'd like to dedicate this record to Bob Blake and his wife. Uh, now, Bob is a crew member of the Coronia, one of the pleasure boats which comes out of Scarborough to visit Ocean 7. And yesterday, unfortunately, Bob, uh, I think he broke his wrist or something. Well, anyway, Bob, I hope you're feeling much, much better and, that I, and I hope you're working in the not-too-distant future. Here's uh, Herman and his hermits for you. It's called Museum. It's number 19 in the chart. I'll be feeling much better very soon. More of us in 270. All the best. Hi, this is Ross calling all hoteliers and boarding house keepers. I want to tell you about Scarborough Southcliffe Butchers. Well, they're now offering Olex cooking oil from 14 shillings a gallon, Bibby's instant milk from threepence halfpenny a pint. Plumrose specials now. Cans of 70 Plumrose Frankfurters and bumper-sized cans with 24 servings of new potatoes. Smooth-rich Danish dairy cream in half-pint cans at only 19 shillings a dozen. 
instant coffee, now one and a half pounds for only 21 shillings. And here's the summer special. Whole finely bay salmon at six shillings a pound, and so I'm told that's very, very economical. Back to phantasmagorical. Call Scarborough Southcliffe Butchers now, Scarborough 3630, for these and many, many other bargains. Scarborough Southcliffe Butchers, telephone Scarborough 3630, Scarborough 3630, and remember the name, Scarborough Southcliffe Butchers. A not-so-solid girl sound here from the small places. Here comes the night. He's so good, he makes me feel like no one else could. Purify, my take what I want. Number 15.
something else. Yeah, let's listen to the Amen Corner. It's called Gin House. And that doesn't work either. Let's turn it up. Uh, that's a better idea.
Electric of Filey, the electrical engineers now offer to the industrial users of Yorkshire an entirely new service. Dales now offer a complete electric motor rebuilding and rewinding service. Modern facilities are installed and the very highest skilled craftsmen are employed. Dale Electric are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Furthermore, Dale are stockists for Brook Electric Motors and Control Gear, and they have a considerable stock of motors on short delivery. Dale Electric of Filey, for electrical motor rewind and Brook Electric Motors. They'll also do part exchanges on electric motors. So phone Filey 2011 for Dale Electric. That's Filey 2011. time for me to tell you about the 270 dance at Burton Constable. Due to popular demand from 270 listeners in New Yorkshire, Rusty Allen is presenting another farewell to 270 party and dance. They'll have the one at the Winter Gardens, Cleethorpes, on Thursday the 17th of August, and now one at Burton Constable Hall, near Hull, on Wednesday the 16th of August. have dancing to two great groups, uh, one of them the, from Beverly, the Strollers, supported by the Limited Company. There'll be autograph record prizes, and we want to see you all there, all right? So come along, you mums and dads, come with the kids and meet the 270 men at Burton Constable Hall near Hull on Wednesday the 16th of August. Tickets will be on sale shortly and will cost 10 shillings. You can get your tickets in a number of places. Here's one of them. Beverly Hairstylists, 21A Marketplace, Beverly. Or at Ron Ingram, Hill Cottage, Brands Burton Hospital. Or at the Stardust Record Shop, 8 Silver Street, Hull. Telephone Hull, 36266. We want to see you there, all right? It's rather a good sound, don't you think? Oh, yes, and by the way, my name is not Bob Snyder. My name is not Simon D. It is Phil Hayton. All the letters today, I thought, you know, didn't know who I was. Anyway, the time now is half past ten. Let's look at the weather. Let's see what it says. Yes, bright intervals are forecast for this evening. Yes, bright ones. It'll be mostly clear this evening. Temperatures will be much the same as they were last night. And uh, it'll be tomorrow a bit unsettled, but probably a little drier. So that looks a bit better, doesn't it? Let's hear now from the monkeys. They've got a new riser all out. It's called Pleasant Valley Sunday. <laughs>
Sunday, the monkeys, their runner-up from alternate title, rise of the week, number 15 already in the American charts, 27 minutes now before 11 o'clock. shoppers for more proudwood bargains. Four ounces of Nescafe for four and ninepence and free handkerchiefs. Chaffer Crush, two shillings a bottle. Drums of custard powder, one and twopence, and the wonderful foamy top-it-up washing-up liquid at only one and sixpence for the 30-ounce size. So hurry, hurry, down to your nearest Proudfoot supermarket and avail yourself of these wonderful money savers at Seema, Eastfield, Newby, Whitby, and Fallsgrave. Taking the car, then go to the Seema or Newby branch. They have three car parks. Thank you, Mike. Are you having trouble selling your house? You are? Then contact A.W. Foston of 50 Whitefriar Great Hull. They can sell your house with the minimum of fuss and with speed and efficiency. So if you're selling your house, don't delay. Contact A.W. Foston of 50 Whitefriar Gate Hull and let them take all the worry out of selling your house. Or telephone Hull 36456. That's Foston's Hull 36456. uncomfortable. Could those baggy trousers be the trouble? Then scope trousers are the answer. Feel like a man with scope trousers. 
Available at only top menswear shops and stores. Scope, man, the finest. And the name of the Scope's retailer in Barnsley is Frank Byrne. 25 now before 11. Here's the number one sound. San Francisco. Local Bob Grocer, they've got in a wonderful stock of Triumph canned meats, just the thing to have with a summer salad. Bob Grocers give you real value, top quality goods at competitive prices, and they've done it again with Triumph canned meats, pork luncheon meat, chopped ham with pork, or delicious lunch tongues. They're all Triumph canned meats, and you can buy them at your Bob Grocers.
There'll never, never be another So forget about your foolish pride And let's get back together Listen, who cares? I'm missing you, so you miss me a little bit, baby. If you take me back, people will call you a fool. Deep down inside, you know you need me as much as I need you. Because of your pride, you're getting too hard to suffer. Baby, can't you see you're only making things tougher? And downhearted Every doggone day, baby Since we've been parted Aimlessly With no sense of direction Baby, I'm trying to tell you I need your sweet love and affection Yes, I do The way we do, shouldn't understand in their way. You're making a mountain out of a molehill because of your pride. You're letting a little misunderstanding push true love aside. Jimmy Ruffin, don't you miss me a little bit, baby? What a good sound. It's a riser this week. That's all we have time for right now. It's 19 minutes now before 11 o'clock. I'm going to sort of disappear and let Roger Keane come in. Roger Keane is an X270 man who's uh, sent us a very interesting report on a tape from Montreal, Canada. I'll see you on the other side of the 11 o'clock news. Until then, listen to this. It's very interesting. Well, there you go. That was Radio 270, sounding pretty good to me. But then again, most of the pirate radio stations were very, very professional and, and you know, uh, worth listening to. And certainly 270 was one of those, and especially with four and a half million people listening to it off the coast of Scarborough. So all you people up in Scarborough, you don't know how lucky you were having your own radio station up there. Anyway, we're going to move on, because now I've managed to find... A, uh, a story, basically, of uh, a whole thing about Radio 270 and uh, goes into a lot more detail, which I hope you'll enjoy. So we're going to run that for you now. The programme tonight will look at one of the offshore radio stations that did much to promote that music. The Sound of the 60s, Radio 270. Way more music <laughs> Way back in November 1965, a group of Northeast businessmen formed a company and planned to establish an offshore radio station for the Yorkshire area. 
One of those businessmen was Don Robinson of Scarborough. He became interested in setting up the station after meeting the entrepreneur behind Radio Caroline. I met a chap called Rona Raleigh from Radio Caroline. In those days, Radio Caroline was a big thing. It had just started and was, seemed to be going like a bomb. And uh, so I got hold of uh, Bill Pashby, which is a local fishing skipper who was, uh, he had two or three fishing boats in Scarborough. And uh, Roland Hill, who was a farmer outside Scarborough, and we got together uh, and decided to buy an old boat out, uh, and it was a scrap boat, really, bought in Skaveney in Holland. We went over there and bought this boat, very cheaply, and uh, Mollus decided we were going to bring it back to Scarborough and do it. Whilst the Dutch ship Ocean 7 was cheap to purchase, the businessman soon found that the job of refitting and equipping the radio ship was costly indeed. News soon spread through the town of Scarborough that an offshore radio station was to begin broadcasting, and many people became interested in the idea, one of whom was Wilf Proudfoot, a former member of Parliament for Cleveland, and the owner of a chain of local supermarkets which he built from one small shop. Well, I was an enthusiast for breaking the monopoly of the BBC, and I approached the local advertising agent so I could advertise my groceries on the local radio ship, which was possibly going to happen. Uh, when I got in contact with the advertising agency an hour later, Don Robinson turned up and asked me if I wanted to be involved. <laughs> it went from then on in and I drew up a prospect of it financially. We called a bunch of people together in Pavilion Hotel, which was there then. And I remember saying, it's such a high risk, you may as well take your money on the Castle Hill, throw your pound notes up in the air. <laughs> and when we said that, we got the money. Once well, We were totally honest with people as to the high risk of it. High risk indeed, and a prediction which became true when Radio 270 ceased broadcasting. But in 1966, it was optimism and enthusiasm as the radio ship was undergoing conversion. Features on board the ship included a water distillery unit, navigational and life-saving aids including radar and radio telephone, a 6,000-gallon water storage tank, and two 650-gallon tanks for diesel oil. The ship had two radio studios. The main operating studio was equipped with tape decks, cassette machines, and turntables, which were specially designed to counteract rough seas. The most unusual feature about the ship was the 154-foot-high aerial. Wilf Proudfoot was pleased with the boat. It couldn't have been a better ship for it. There was a lot of them about in Skavening in Holland, and they, were, they had a sail at the back, and they could sit out any storm. They were drifters, essentially. This ship was a drifter, so he could sit there quite happily, just drifting along, fishing. So it was ideally suited for the job we got it for. It was a very strong little ship, in my opinion. And uh, when he came to rigging it out, Dale Electrics rigged the whole of the inside and put the generators in. We had trouble with generators because of sucking jellyfish in when we were, as it were, parked or anchored in the North Sea because there wasn't no, certain when the tide changed, there was not enough flow of water and we sucked jellyfish into the intakes. 
which we got over I forget how we got over that now but those were the kind of problems on the radio side the biggest dramatic problem was when the mast fell off a real crisis because the following day was April the 1st and that was the day Radio 270 was to begin broadcasting three and a half miles off the Scarborough coast breakfast DJ was Paul Burnett he takes up the story it was uh, on its way up from Great Yarmouth and we had to meet it about halfway through in the middle of the night take records ashore, uh, stock up the library. We worked through the night uh, because the idea was that at midday, April 1st, we'd uh, start broadcasting. Um, unfortunately, a storm blew up, uh, one of the worst that that part of the world's ever seen, and they've seen some really bad storms in that sea. Uh, and the, the consequence of that was that the, uh, the mast was uh, the antenna, which was about 150 foot tall, uh, about the same height as the ship was long. So uh, it, it snapped off about two-thirds down. So there's a hundred foot of aluminium crashing around the bridge, like a pendulum. Uh, I'll, I'll never forget that day because it was a clear blue sky. I always expected storms to be, you know, accompanied by clouds and ominous uh, dark grey clouds, but it was a crystal clear blue sky. But the waves were just quite fantastic. And we were all, when I say we, I mean the... Uh, all these new fellas, the crew, were, were wonderful. I mean, they were very brave because it was a very dangerous situation. Uh, but the rest of us were <laughs> down below, absolutely ill. So ill, in fact, that I wasn't scared. I always remember that. I was so ill, I would have quite happily gone down with the ship at that point. It was just awful. Uh, I'd never really experienced seasickness like that. But I occasionally popped my head up above the, uh, the deck and took one look at what was going on up there. And as I say, this uh, huge antenna was crashing into the bridge and the wire hawsers or whatever you call them that are supposed to hold it up were whipping around the deck uh, and could take your leg off or your head off or worse uh, and the crew were leaping around trying to hack the thing free and eventually they did and they actually hacked this uh, very expensive aluminium antenna and the last we saw of that was sliding beneath the uh, waves of the North Sea. I believe they tried to recover it for salvage because it was quite valuable. Uh, but that was the last we saw of it. It disappeared below the, uh, below the waves. Apart from losing the aerial and all the seasickness, the crew of Ocean 7 had also had problems with the propeller and engine. And spare a thought for the directors of the company. They'd invited all the local press to the launch of Radio 270 the very next day. That was at the Grand Hotel and radios were turned on, but nothing was there. In fact, it took until the 16th of June 1966 to get Paul Burnett and the rest of the Radio 270 personalities on air. Okay, it's 31 minutes now after 12 o'clock. Very good gas of time. Down the Beatles. Come on, Beethoven. Roll over, will you, Dolph? Oh, you're looking good. Paul Burnett. But as for the other 19 disc jockeys for Radio 270, it was disappointment. We eventually got enough DJs to go on board and uh, off we went. I mean, some of the DJs were quite hopeless and if you hear some of the tapes, so there was Mitt the Mod, a London Cockney. Well, you could never understand him, but he used to, he used to, a lot of people used to listen to try and pick odd words out. And in those days, there were a lot of slang words that were coming around the Yorkshire area were from Mick the Mod. I'm the one you need, son, for that, by the Mercus and Tumbler Motown Land. But 
their brand new song, and that is number 18 this week in the great game of Dickinson and Baronio. Some special requests for those lovely people out there at Scarborough and the Westminster Bank Chambers. Mick the Mod didn't last long, but one of the DJs to gain a very popular following was Brendan Power. Now, in life assurance, Brendan recalls the evening he watched a DJ and thought, I could do better. The more beer I drank, the more I was determined he wasn't very good. I got to the point in saying, I could do better than that. And it all amounts to positive thinking. And I convinced myself that I could do better than that. And about a week later, in the newspaper, was an article about 270, which said that some of the disc jockeys, Andy Kirk and one or two others, had left because the ship was unsafe. And they'd complained to the Daily Mirror, I think it was, saying how unsafe the ship was, so the directors thought it was a good idea if they parted company. And uh, one of my strengths, or perhaps my only strength, is that I don't get seasick. I was brought up on boats, and I thought, well, I'm obviously a good disc jockey because I was determined I was better than this guy down in Nottingham. <laughs> but I didn't know the first thing about it. And I like boats, so I applied for a job. Spoke to the program director, who was Noel Miller, known as Neddy Noel. He suggested I prepare a tape, which I did. Uh, in a way, I regret never keeping that tape because it was the funniest thing and the most unprofessional thing you've ever heard in your life. However, I went to see Noel Miller, played that to him, and one of the things on there caught his imagination. He said, that's not too bad. So don't call us, we'll call you. And away I went. I thought, well, if I'm going to be a disc jockey, because I was convinced I was going to be, I should find out something about music. And I started buying all the music papers. Reading Record Mirror one week, I saw that Noel Miller was going away, going back to Australia. He was an Australian. And uh, somebody else was taking over as program director. So I had a look, and it mentioned the date he was leaving. So on that date, I phoned 270 and said, it's Brendan Power. What are the arrangements? And they said, what arrangements? I said, well, I saw Noel Miller and I'm supposed to start as a disc jockey next week. And they said, well, hold on a minute. And there was a bit of toing and froing, and eventually I spoke to Wolf Proudfoot, who was the managing director. And Wolf said, well, he hasn't told us anything about it. And I said, but I've packed my job in and everything, and I'm ready to start. So he said, well, come up and see us. I went up to see him in his supermarket where the doors open by themselves. And anybody who listened to 270 will know that. Uh, and we spoke. And um, I convinced him that I'd been offered the job. And he said, OK, what do you know about, what do you know about radio? And I said, well, you know, only the, the little bit of experience I have in Germany. I'd never even been to Germany, as it happens. Uh, and it would appear that Wilf, who's a smashing bloke, it would appear that Wilf had uh, been out to the station just a little bit previously, and they showed him how to queue up a record. So he said to me, do you know how to cue a record? I said, well, yes, of course. Thinking, I wonder what that means. And we went back to the office where he had a, a turntable, um, a radiogram, actually. And he said, I'll show you how they cue records on the ship. And he showed me. And I said, oh, it's much the same as I've always done. He said, OK, then off you go. You start next Tuesday at £8 a week, I think it was. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I was Kai Hazard Batman from Whistling Jack Smith, number four in the 270 from 40 this particular week. And the latest news we have for you on from the weather desk 
There's a strong northerly winds are blowing over most of the country, but are moderating slowly, whatever that means. Tonight in eastern England and southeast Scotland will be mostly cloudy with some rain at times, especially over the east coast and snow over high ground. Tomorrow's outlook, rather cold and cloudy with more rain on the east coast. Whether or not to play a record in the fact. Please have another rise up from the gap. Green baby. Now, oh, welcome back to the Brendan Park Show. A confident and relaxed Brendan Power. But it wasn't like that on the first day. We spent about a day and a half or two days trying to get onto the boat because of rough weather and sleeping rough in Bridlington in, the, in somebody's flat, sleeping on the floor. We eventually got out there at about two o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the morning, due to go on air at six in the morning. And Paul Burnett, who was program director at the time, told me which programs I was doing and so on. And I said, well, look, I've never used this studio before, so can I get some time to get used to it? And he showed me how it worked. And I spent the next two or three hours just practicing in the studio and trying to find out what everything meant. Uh, then I was going on air at midday. And a couple of the, the DJs said, well, look, if you have any problems, just give us a shout and we'll come and give you a hand. So off I went, and after about five minutes, I encountered my first problem. I leaned behind me, opened the door into the adjoining studio, shouted for a disc jockey. There was nobody around. They're all having their lunch, and I thought, well, if they're not listening, then I can just carry on. And I did. And uh, somehow struggled through the first couple of hours, and it got progressively easier. I was fortunate because we had bad weather that week, so they couldn't actually take me off in the first few days. So they had to leave me there. And there he stayed for seven months, working one week on, one week off. Brendan Power, together with Rusty Allen, Guy Hamilton, Ross Randell, Bob Snyder, Dave Sinclair, Mark West, and many others gave their name to become part of the sound of Radio 270. Radio 270 is offering a great little transistor for three pounds, ten shillings. A brand new model with an excellent sound is a deluxe six-transistor radio, complete with earphones, carrying case, long-life battery, and a guarantee. Great for gift-giving, it comes attractively boxed. The price again, just £3.10 shillings. Send for your transistor to Radio 270 Scarborough. Despite the problems at sea regarding Ocean 7, Radio 270 was becoming very popular with its listeners. But getting companies to advertise was a different matter. The board decided to become more business-like. Don Robinson explains. We also opened a London office. Everybody, the, the shareholders we got in thought a big London office and the national advertising would pour in. Well, of course it didn't because people regarded that we're probably breaking the law, though nobody could quite make up their mind whether we were breaking the law, nobody wanted to be involved in, in breaking the law. I mean, even we didn't want to be involved in that, but although we regarded ourselves as adventurers, and uh, we, that didn't work. Uh, the, the only adverts we got were the Radio Church of God. Garner Ted Armstrong used to come on every night for a half an hour program uh, and preach the gospel and he built up a big following, but they paid us, I think, in the region of £800 a week for that, and that's how Radio 270 survived for the first few months. I then said that we should go out in the, like, Thirsk and Hemsley and uh, places Driffield and Beverley and Hull, and we'd go out on there and say to the local greengrocer, do you want some advertising? Now, in those days, they're a little bit old-fashioned, and said, no, I don't want any of that. I didn't understand radio advertising. 
So what we used to do, we used to take a list of those people, who they were and what they were, and we used to give them, you know, half a dozen radio ad free adverts and then go back the next week. Now, you find that the housewife had gone into a shop and she said, oh, Mr. Blogger, I heard you on radio, or your store advertised on radio, and the guy would stick his chest out and be so proud that, that he could go back the following week and sell him, sell him some shots. Give the family a treat. Buy them delicious fresh cream cakes from Cooklands. Cooklands put only fresh cream in all their cakes. Go along to your nearest Cooklands store this week and try their delicious cakes. Cooklands of Newmer, Fallsgrave and Southcliffe in Scarborough, and at Filey and Eastfield. And some of the adverts were more unusual. Divers, you know, in their rubber suits and uh, snorkels and things and face masks are very exciting. Scrape the bottom of our boat. They scratched the bottom of our boat for us. And uh, if you fancy doing a bit of skin diving, you ought to pop along to the rear of... Uh, Ford's Hotel Filey, F-W-R-D-S, Ford's Hotel Filey, and uh, inquire about the East Yorkshire Sub-Aqua Club. Okay, new members welcome. Uh, if you'd like to try a bit of skin diving, never know, you might be able to scrape our bottom. And if the advertisers wouldn't try it, why not do it yourself? Here's news for the handyman or woman. For one quarter of the price, 270 offer you a do-it-yourself duo sander. This mighty little tool will fit any make of drill. It gives you a perfect finish with no scarring. It's dual purpose. It can be used for fast removal of stock or as a fine orbital finishing sander. The price, 27 and 9 pence postpaid. And that is one quarter the price of other makes. And you receive free a carbide tip masonry drill plus a six foot steel flexible tape. Snap it up. It's a great bargain. The duo sander for 27 and 9 pence postpaid. Send for yours to Radio 270 Scarborough. Thank you very much, Neddy, and don't forget your duo sounded. Well, it was such a strange thing to try and sell. People had no idea of its effectiveness. And we had an Ameri a lad that worked in Canada, and he was really very, very good at selling their time. Because it's a bit of a nebulous thing to sell. But we really took a lot, got a lot of business out of Middlesbrough and Hull particularly. We were the only ones that have had any political adverts on. But a local councillor in Hull, I can't remember his name now, he used it for the local election. And in fact we had, uh, I think, two MPs spoke on the thing. They came out and visited it and spoke over there. Not politically, just that we were pleased and interested to find out what it was really all about. Good morning to you, Ma. from art. How they go. First record of the second hour of the Mike Hayes show this morning for you early morning sleepwalkers. Seven minutes past five. Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> seven minutes past seven. From we got the twins that are number six out around the fun 40 this week. And, and, I was going to tell you the time. I'm still rather sleepy, you know. It's uh, six and a half minutes. No, it's not. I'm lying. Eight and a half minutes past seven o'clock. You're in line with... Swingin' Radio. And it's the Mike Hay Show. On Radio 270. DJ Mike Hayes proving that it's easier to play jingles than tell the time. Yorkshire people had never heard this type of presentation before. The only competition was provided by the BBC Light Service with its boring old-fashioned image. Informality on Radio 270 didn't stop with the programmes.
DJs often found themselves out selling advertising when they were on the mainland. I can remember going to York a few times and walking around the shops with no experience of how to sell or anything and just walking in and saying, would you like to advertise on my programme? Which was quite, uh, it was all good fun. It, the whole thing to us really was just a big adventure. It, wasn't, it was not at all like radio is now, a much more organised and much more serious business. It was, it was fun. It was the sort of thing uh, that I'm really glad I did, but I would never, ever do again. <laughs> There was a, a cylinder-type vacuum cleaner on the ship, and one of the guys got uh, a pound of self-raising flour from the, from the galley and, and poured it down the tube of this, uh, of this vacuum cleaner, put it on blow, and then put the nozzle of the vacuum cleaner just behind the microphone. And it was Neddy Knoll, actually, this Australian guy, who was, could... He was sort of in charge of us all, and he, he, he could get a bit pompous at times, and it was thought it was about time to bring him down and so April Fool's Day seemed to be a good time to do it and they hit this nozzle just behind the microphone you, you notice I say they as I wasn't involved I was on the ship at the time but the nozzle was hidden but it's my idea actually but anyway put the nozzle behind the microphone and uh, then the, the actual vacuum cleaner was behind the turntables and then the power switch was in, in another room next to the studio so all we had to do was throw the switch you know so and Eddie Nell goes on the air and he does his opening spiel. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the uh, Nitty Knoll Show. For the next three hours, I'm going to be out there. And we threw the switch, and nothing happened. All you could hear was a... And we realized what was happening was the power was building up behind this tightly packed... We packed it in a bit too tight, this uh, very fine powder. And uh, we thought it had misfired. But suddenly, there was this almighty roar. And we were looking through a, a window from one studio to the other, and it just went white. And we panicked, and we just ran into the uh, into the saloon and sat there as if we were having lunch. And he came in uh, covered from head to toe. I mean, it was never, he's like a ghost. Wonderful. The only thing, it backfired because the, the, the uh, self-raising flower got into the uh, works, and we were off the air for 24 hours while they cleaned it out. So that was a bit naughty. And that's why I haven't confessed until today that it was my idea. By June of 1967, Radio 270 claimed four and a half million listeners stretching from Newcastle in the north to Nottingham in the south and as far away as North Wales. But despite all the advertising problems, the main worry for the management was the threatened Marine Offences Bill, designed to close offshore radio from August the 15th, and to leave the BBC with the broadcasting monopoly. Ted Short, the then Postmaster General, was adamant, despite the massive public pressure, that the stations had to close. And that was a major problem for the shareholders of Radio 270. By then, the station owed a considerable amount of money. The highest we got to was owing £50,000, which in those days was a dramatic amount of money. And uh, when we finished, we don't know, it, it got into profit, but when we finished, the only people that got hurt were the shareholders. None of the outside creditors, we paid them off in full, which I was determined to do because my name was nailed onto it, as it were. And in fact, the only people that lost money were the shareholders, and they knew we'd run a totally honest company and nobody beefed. Will Proudfoot, who'd previously advised shareholders to throw their money off the cliffs. When the directors of Radio 270 realised that the Marine Offences Bill was going to become law, they decided to close the station at midnight, August the 14th. On duty that night was Rusty Allen. He was playing taped messages from former 270 personalities. We have a tape here from Guy, and that lasts for about three and a half minutes. Okay, Guy, the floor is yours. 
Hi there, good timers. This is the wise guy Hamilton, back with you for just a few moments on 270 for what must be the last time. I've said that quite a few times now, but we all know how true it is this time. The weather was bad and some of the DJs were stuck in Bridlington Harbour. They decided to enlist the help of the RAF. The problem was to get more tape messages back to ship. Tony Harrison was captain of the Air Sea Rescue helicopter based at Leckenfield, and he agreed to help. We set off well, about 8 o'clock in the evening, if I remember rightly. Pretty overcast, uh, strong southeasterly wind. And there was this Radio 270 anchored off Brid. About, well, I know it was 2.7 miles because I measured it afterwards. And... Uh, a dirty great staysail sticking up and a mast and all sorts of things, so there was no real way of getting onto the ship so they could do a nice gentle drop. So I said to the navigator, throw the bag containing the tape so that it hits the staysail and rides down and onto the deck and then pick it up. There was only going to be one shot at this. So <laughs> we went um, for the ship riding nicely along the staysail, and I said, right now. And the navigator said, you what? I said, now. They chucked the tape out, and it promptly went straight over the stern post into the sea. And the tapes were lost forever. As for Tony Harrison and his crew, well, they got a reprimand prompted by the then Prime Minister, Harold Wilson. By 10 o'clock, Rusty Allen was into his last two hours of his programme. And Alistair Burnett was on news at 10. Good evening. Very soon now, at midnight exactly, this piece of paper will end the way of life for an awful lot of people. It's the Marine Broadcasting Offences Act, the weapon the government has finally produced to kill the pirate radio stations and force them off the air. The pirates broadcast from outside the three-mile limit, so the government's got no direct power over them. What the act says, in effect, is that anyone who in any way helps the pirates by working for them, by placing advertisements or by supplying them with any food or equipment, is committing a crime. Already at 3 o'clock this afternoon, one of the best-known and most powerful of the pop pirates closed down. Radio London, the mast with the most, as it called itself, surrendered and went off the air. There were scenes of teenagers crying openly in the streets. And in the dying moments of Radio 270, Rusty Allen was close to tears. Well, we have exactly 60 seconds left. So uh, I haven't said my goodbyes yet. Well, you already know my sentiments. I'm going to miss you one hell of a lot. And uh, for me, Rusty, I hope maybe someday soon, in the not-too-distant future, we'll meet on the air again very, very soon. This is Radio 2 Savoie, broadcasting on 11.15 kilocycles in the medium wave band. The time is one and a half minutes before midnight, and we're now closing down. On behalf of the 270 men, the radio technicians, the captain and the crew, and everybody on shore concerned with Radio 270, this is Rusty Allen wishing you God bless and Godspeed. Good night and goodbye. Radio 270 is now closing down. And Radio 270 was gone. Who would have thought 14 months earlier, as that first record was playing by Frank Sinatra, that Radio 270 would become so popular with so many people in such a short period of time. The halcyon days of the 60s lives on in the memory of Radio 270. Strangers in the night 
Exchanging glances, wandering in the night What were the chances we'd be sharing love Before the night was through Something in your eyes was so inviting Something in your smile was so exciting Something in my heart told me I must have you. Strangers in the night, two lonely people, we were strangers in the night. Up to the moment when we said our first hello, little did we know, love was just a glance away. Dance away And ever since that night We've been together Lovers at first sight In love forever It turned out so right For strangers in the night a glance away a warm embracing dance away ever since that night we've been together lovers at first sight in love forever it turned out so right for strangers in the night Focal Point was produced and presented by Dave Fuster. The news comes next. New low prices, consistent quality and big savings. That's the Littlewoods promise. Save £2 on men's casual trousers, now only £13.99. And girls' jackets down to £12.99, saving you £3, plus ladies' acrylic jumpers only £6.99. Littlewood stores bring style, quality and new low prices to the high street. And that's a promise. In Wittensea this Easter weekend, it's Coastal Car Company's celebration offer. All quality used cars sold on or before April the 15th will carry 12 months road tax and MOT, plus our own 100-day parts and labour warranty. Browse around our showroom and take a look at what great quality we've got. Part exchanges welcome too. Coastal Car Company, Queen Street, Wittensea. Open seven days a week. Ring Wittensea 4711. It's back. Grattan's mammoth ladies' fashion clearance sale is on for three days only and not to be missed. There's thousands of ladies' fashion bargains at up to 75% off catalogue prices, plus an extra 20% off at the till. But it's for three days only. Grattan's mammoth ladies' fashion clearance sale, Easter Sunday, Monday and Tuesday, in the Grattan building above Manor Grove, Story Street, Hull. This is Viking Radio on 1161 kilohertz, 258 meters and 102.7 megahertz FM in stereo. Well, there you go. There was a much more in-depth story of Radio 270. And before that, of course, it used to be known as Viking Radio. So uh, so now we're going to move on to Radio Atlanta. Now, this is where it starts getting complicated. Because, of course, Radio Atlanta was broadcasting on the Mi Amigo, which, of course, everybody associates with Radio Caroline. Well, basically what happened was... That Radio Atlanta was the first to uh, 
hit the high spots, I suppose. But eventually they got taken over. Well, they came to a friendly arrangement with Ronan O'Reilly and Radio Atlanta became Radio Caroline South. Now, Radio Atlanta, which eventually did become Caroline South, uh, dropped anchor three and a half miles off the Frinton-on-Sea coastline and they started broadcasting on May the 9th, 1964 because during the refitting process Ronan O'Reilly pulled a few tricks and managed to get the uh, Radio Caroline ship out into the uh, North Sea that little bit quicker than uh, the Radio Atlanta ship and um, so consequently they kind of beat them to it but anyway, they started broadcasting on 259 metres. They had an audience, if you count the Caroline figures, of 8 million, which is phenomenal. But have a listen to Radio Atlanta now. We're all set to go with the second big hour of Sounds of the 60s because the time is 5 o'clock. Please, little girl, will you have this dance with me? There's someone over there that I'm trying not to see. moving June that uh, a 20 year old girl what's her name let me think of it uh, Kate Christian she's written quite a few tunes but that's the first one that has been recorded I believe she's very talented and uh, Heinz could uh, have a hit with her song there which is called Please Little Girl the Applejacks I think will make it with this one that John Lennon and Paul McCartney wrote and they give a fine reading to a tune called Like Dreamers Do
Jettas with the rise and fall of Flingo Bunt. I'm pulling the tremolos and the tune called Someone. have a new record and you're just about to hear it. These are the boys who gave us good golly, Miss Molly. They go on a much quieter kick as they present your no good. Gentle and 
success on their hands with their fine reading of that tune. The Lords, ladies and gentlemen, your attention please, the Beatles.
Angie Sweet with John Lennon vocalising. The Beatles as they were three years ago with uh, Pete Best as their drummer. And talking of drummers, uh, Ringo, who hasn't been too well, if you're listening, we wish you the very, very best of good wishes and a very speedy recovery. From the Beatles we go to a new group just starting, led by Dave Jones and the Kingbees, and they have a very commercial sound on this one that I think uh, might make it, could happen. It's called Louie Louie Go Home. commercial sound and the boys are working well Dave Jones and the King Bees with Louie Louie Go Home here's two boys that have made it they made it with their first record Well Without Love but this is a much superior disc and this will uh, go very close to being number one in the charts Peter and Gordon present Nobody I know could love me more than you Much love, it seems untrue. Listen to the bird who sings it to the tree, and then when you've heard him, see if you agree. Nobody I know could love you more than me. Everywhere I go, the sun comes shining. Shining through It means so much To be a part 
to your eyes Suddenly it seems I've found a paradise Everywhere I go the sun comes shining with John and Paul's tune, Nobody I Know. You heard it in the second big hour of Sounds of the 60s. The time, 22 minutes past 5 o'clock, and this is Britain's top commercial broadcasting station, Radio Atlanta. The McGill 5 revives near you. Here you want to be 
With the blue beat rhythm, you had the McGill Five, the boys from the Tottenham Royal. Hiya, fellas. Reviving Nayu, first written in 1948 and brought back the sparkling 64 life by that group. Here is a good rhythm and blues tune from the Spencer Davis group that could easily make it. A good record called Dimples. As I walk by the gate, I hear the weeping 
Yes, I'm every day. I'm carved in the bark. You'll find an arrow and a heart. And underneath it says, Whoa, I love you, baby. I love you so. I need you, honey. I'll never let you go. Cause you're the girl in my life. You're the one I adore. And I. Baby, number 12 in the Radio Atlanta hit parade this week and a big hit for Freddie and the Dreamers. When he died at the half minutes past five o'clock from the ship that rocks the ocean, Radio Atlanta, and come in the Dixie Cup. Going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. Going to the chapel and we're
good record, written by Phil Spector and Jeff Barry, should be a big hit in this country. It certainly has been in America. The Dixie Cups presented the Chapel of Love, and we'd like to say to all you people out there in Radio Atlanta land, how we hope that you're enjoying the program, and especially at this time, we want to say a good good afternoon to those people driving in their cars. Hope you're driving carefully. Hope you're enjoying the program. Keep your eyes on the road and observe the three C's. Carefulness, consideration, and just plain common sense, and you're home and you're safe. And uh, seeing that Bobby V, the American boy, is so popular here in Britain, that could be a good seller. Hickory Dick and Doc from Bobby V, a group doing particularly well at the moment with a good tune, are the Yardbirds, the tune you're about to hear now. They present I Wish You Would. Yeah, I feel 
you would you head it in sounds of the 60s from radio atlanta the ship that rocks the ocean pour hop lager into a glass and it sounds like any other drink but there the similarity ends hop is a cool blonde refreshing lager with a crackling dry taste have a hop soon i do all the time particularly well and it's got good melody. Here's one that's a surefire hit, the third in a row for the bachelors, their revival of a tune written personally in 
Ramona. Now we come to the disc that regular listeners to Sounds of the 60s from Radio Atlanta would know that I think is a great one. It's a new group called The Quotations and they're going like fire as they present All Right Baby. Say goodbye You don't need me around anymore So I got no reason to stay I've been hanging around far too long So I gotta be on my way Alright baby I hope you meet someone new I'm gonna find me another girl Who will love me too
record a good disc from the quotations all right baby and we hope it happens for them after seven years away from the recording studios the frantic one little richard is back in an exciting manner with still the exactly the same technique and voice and this one very similar to one of his big hits tutti frutti is called bamalama bamaloo Bamaloo from the frantic one, Little Richard. And now come in Bill Haley and the Comets. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're going to rock around the clock tonight. Glad bags on. Join me, hon. We'll have some fun when the clock strikes one. We're going to rock around the clock tonight. We're going to rock, rock, rock till broad daylight. We're going to rock, going to rock around the clock.
And that's the major domo of rock and roll, Bill Haley and his comments, and that's the show. Thoroughly enjoyed myself as usual, and I hope you enjoyed the program. Be back tomorrow at 1 o'clock for headline hits and, of course, sounds of the 60s at 4. Till then, this is your man with the music, Tony with us saying, see you around like the world. Bye-bye to you, and hello to Mike Raven. Well, that was the sound of Radio Atlanta with Tony Withers back in 1964. Whatever a can be good recording. So now we're going to finish off this week's show with Radio Scotland. Now then, Radio Scotland was broadcast from the former lightship Comet, four miles off the coast of Dunbar in Scotland. They started broadcasting on the 1st of January 1966 on 242 metres and reportedly had an audience of 2,195,000, which is quite considerable. But sadly, we're only going to be able to broadcast to you once because this is the last ever live show from the uh, former lightship, The Comet. So uh, make the most of it because uh, I'm afraid this is all we're going to get from Radio Scotland. And this was Tony Allen and Mark West. Radio Scotland time has now just gone. One minute past 9pm. Courtesy Hannah, Legionless of Byers Road in the West End of Glasgow. <laughs> For two meters in the median waveband, this is Radio Scotland. I'm sure many of you must have heard that this evening and wondered what I was playing. Well, it's Brian Vaughan, very good old Brian, yes. and uh, it sort of put an idea into my head. We have a few minutes to spare. We have a few minutes to spare until a quarter to ten when Ben Healy is around with the Destination Midnight program. So we thought it would be nice to play some of the themes. Uh, when I say we, I'm not using the royal plural. Only the Queen uses that. It is Marcus oh. and I. Good evening, Marcus. Hello. 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 How are you? Shy. Shy. <laughs> You'll have to speak up, old son. Oh, I am made oh. it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've been sitting here twiddling my toes and thinking to myself, I wonder when he's going to say, you're queuing things in my ear hole. Actually, we've got uh, a lot of things happening tonight. Between now and uh, our final program with Mr. Tommy Shields, we'll be running through <laughs> we'll be running through memories, sick tunes and things. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, we want you to be around and enjoy it. So if you care to stand by for just, or if you can care to put up with it for at least the next three quarters of an hour. Well, I think the best thing like we ought to start off with is, as we're on theme tunes, the station's theme tune. Good idea. Played by Frank Cordell on the orchestra. This is the Black Bear all the way through this time. Father Luffy here.
Together by Harry Cordell. Marvellous piece of... Can't yeah. even get the name right. Who is it then, Hans? It's Frank Cordell and his orchestra. Oh, is it Harry Cordell? He screams to me, right, you open up and you say, that's Harry Cordell. <laughs> it turns out to be Frank Cordell. He doesn't even know himself. Frank Cordell and his orchestra. Mumble grown. Mumble grown. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, there's a gentleman sitting at the back of us. A what? Um, well, there's somebody. A gentleman's? Is there a lady there as well? Oh, I can do it on the Ah, hello. Yes. It's uh, Drew Main. Good evening, Drew. Good evening. How are you? I'd like to thank you very much indeed, sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, he said sickly, for getting us back on the air so pretty quickly this evening when we went off, because Marcus plugged something in and it went up in the air. It was rather good, that was. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I did it on purpose, of course. You did it on purpose. I always do things like that on You're purpose. And also, I just guess who's walked into the studio as well. Who? The entire of the crew. In fact, well, most of it. Oh, <laughs> from the size of it, you'd think sure. it was. Yeah, good yeah. evening, Freddie. Good evening. How Can I say a good, clear, hearty hello to the... Uh, listeners listening at this moment. I mean, this may be the first and last chance they'll hear your golden toast. Yeah. Um, Hello, people. Oh, what a beautiful voice. Douglas Carmichael reincarnation. You could get a job in radio. <laughs> or maybe... No, actually, Marcus, you Stop see, Freddie is very well known to <laughs> all the listeners because Freddie used to star in the Swing Across Midden's Spectaculars way back with Star. Well, yeah. you know, he was he was the dog, I he think. Used hot dog. He used to be hot dog. He used to advertise all the one dog food with Brian Vaughan at one time. He was the dog. Um, <laughs> you were the can. <laughs> I'm always canned at the best of times. <laughs> now, Freddie, stop it. I'm trying to hold a record. He's tickling me like mad. <laughs> trying to hold a record and I'm trying to hold a conversation between us. I see. Weaklings. Now, Marcus, now you must tell us something about what you used to do. Let's get on to this subject. Oh, actually, we had a lot of fun last night. Drew was in the studio along with Jimmy Mack, who at this moment should be entertaining the guests and the yeah, 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 yeah. Jimmy Mack and, of course, all the other guys. I, I bring Ju Jimmy's name into this because uh, Jimmy and Drew were in the studio last night and I was running through on the Night Owls program one or two memories. It turned out to be quite uh, funny for us and I certainly hope for the listeners. And uh, Jimmy, of course, is at this moment in the Locarno Ball enjoying a rave up. Now, so those were the ones causing all that noise in the studio. Yeah, it's quite hilarious. I I couldn't. It's marvellous, you know. I went to bed at 10 o'clock last night and Freddie was screaming at 11 o'clock telling everybody to come watch the Dave Allen show on TV. He still maintains he was in bed by that time, but, you know, I don't believe this fellow you wrote, but... <laughs> yes, Actually, uh, what did you want me to reminisce about? Well, you know, My days as a dustman? <laughs> um, let's play some music. I'll tell you about my days as a dustman, if you like. Not very Shelly good. Osmond Orchestra. Brian Webb's theme. This one's called Big Deal. Big Deal.
Webb's theme, played by the John Osborne Orchestra, and called Big Deal. Fred Drummox. Good evening, dear. He's just walked back into the studio, which is great fun. Let's try to close it all quietly so you don't hear. You're very quiet, Marcus. We're giving all the secrets away, aren't we? <laughs> oh, it's banner headlines. West and... No, we'll make it Allen and West gives secrets away. We've got, in fact, we've got a lot of secrets to give away. They're not bad secrets. They're not, in fact, secrets. Just little things you might like to know. No, they're, and, uh, prof they're professional techniques. Pro yeah, professional techniques. I prefer to call them secrets because I think, I love, I love to have secrets. Oh, <laughs> oh, West. Anyway, we're going to run a few jingles later on and give you, uh, you know, some hints on exactly where they came from. So, look, it's very, very interesting, actually. The thing nowadays, most DJs, you'll find a bit of collection of jingles that they've got from various stations that they've been on. I've got quite a few uh, jingles and, uh, I, you know, my private collection, which I love playing. And uh, I've always wanted to play the complete issue. We'll be playing the complete issue of one in jingle in its entirety, including ID, later on in the program. So just you stay tuned and may find it very interesting for those who are interested to know where the jingles came from. Oh, what a beautiful piece of music. Of course, we all know what this is. Very familiar theme of Mel Howard and My Star.
tell you that that's my star by Frank Chatsfield. Very beautiful sound that, of course, associated more than anybody to, with Mel Howard, of course, who at this moment, once again, should be enjoying a lot of fun at the Locarno Ballroom. And I certainly hope, uh, well, you have a reasonable excuse for not being there, dear sir or madam, whoever the case may be, whatever you're doing round about now. <laughs> you better be listening to the radio. If you can't be listening to the radio, then you better be at the Locarno Ballroom. Don't you agree, Tony? It's 14 minutes past now. Well, agree with me, you twit. I agree with you entirely. <laughs> Thank you. This is like the Kenny and Cash combine here. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. If Kenny was listening, he'd have a heart attack. Good evening, Kenneth. I hope you're feeling well, and I hope the BBC's not treating you too happy. happy. Yeah, I decided to take this opportunity to say hello to some friends of mine, if I could. Hello, friend. You've got friends? I, yeah, I know. I'm just trying to think of them. I had one down on South Hamilton. This guy Hamilton. Yeah, this guy, I'd like to say some, hello to some guys down on the station a little further down the road in 270 land. They'll be um, sort of coming off the air around about the same time as we will be at 12 o'clock, so obviously they'll be sharing the same views as we do about pirate radio, offshore radio, I beg your pardon, Thank you. I slipped out. And um, so I think it's only fair that I should say hello to them and say, you know, hope you all get jobs, and I'm sure they've all got things to go to, and uh, they're all bound to get good jobs in radio in some sort or other. And that's, of course, Paul Kramer, Rusty Allen, and Guy Hamilton. I think Guy should be there. He is only sort of spare timing it at the moment because he's gone back into advertising. And one or two other guys, I think there's Mike Barron's down there, Mike Hayes in the showgram, and uh, Bob Snyder. I'm not going to show up with his, his still there, but anyway, if it's okay by you, I would like to say a very, very pleasant good evening to you. Not that this is the best of evenings, eh? They're probably saying good evening to us as well. I certainly hope so. I'd like to think they were. So would I, actually, yes. And they're very good people. Oh, they're wonderful people. Yeah, they're beautiful people. Like Richard Park. Rebels play Wild Weekend. This is Richard Park's theme tune. By the way, did I say a very good evening to Paul Kramer of 270? Yes, you did,
Bulls and a thing called Wild Weekend. Hello, Marcus again. Uh, hello, Tony. I'm all the listeners, wanderlings everywhere and wondrous ones. Yes, on this not so wondrous day. All you cheesy people. There's a guy there trying to take a photograph of me. Yeah, is it the press? Uh, no, actually, it's Drew Main. Oh, oh what a pity. Uh, just trying to get on the act. In fact, he had the camera facing him when he took the photograph. He's one of those idiots who don't know how to operate the thing. Actually, now we are going to do this revealing thing. You've probably heard our go go jingle. So we say, you know, we say, radio a go go. You know, first thing, you probably heard them. If you haven't heard them, why not? You haven't been listening to Radio Scotland too much. But what we're going to do, we're going to play a radio go go jingle in a minute. In fact, it's called You're on the New Merry Go Go Round Jingle. You've probably heard it. If you haven't, we're going to play it for you now. If you have heard it, we played it plenty of times. Oh, and then we, immediately afterwards, we were going to play the same jingle as it should be heard. If you were in America, if in fact, if you were in New York, you'd hear it, hear it played by 77 WABC. We're just giving you this one and last opportunity of finding out exactly where they came from. came from the uh, go-go jingles courtesy of Pam who sent us over promotions and uh, we cut them up to use them as our you know, own promotion series so that's where they came from we just thought uh, you might like to know P.A.M. Imagineered by Pam what's just about that? Imagineered by Pam you make a good uh, jingle maker no these new fingers they're paying me for this oh I see anyway that's one of our revealing secrets you couldn't reveal much more than that they're paying me through Tony Hall Enterprises of course, as you know, the Cayley, presented sometimes by McLaughlin. You're a fuchter, chuchter man up your kilt and run that you can't spell it. What? I can't give the Cayley competition away. I'm also presented by your original on radio. That's very unfair.
astonishingly short of record there. They just don't make them like they used to, do they? No. Uh, oh, <laughs> keep chewing in my ear. I'm uh, sorry. I'm glad, I'm glad the listeners, the viewers can't hear it. It's absolutely short. What's that thing called? Anyway, it's not spelled as it's pronounced. I've been doubt, give a time check. It's 21 and a half minutes past nine. Bella Fiore by the John Hubbard. No, could you get that record over here? And I, that's what it's called. Well, well, it doesn't, doesn't, I mean, it's not spelled like that, is it, if I remember? Because I can never find the record. They say, I say, what's the uh, signature tune for the K? And they say, Bella, something or other, and there's me searching for it, and it's never spelled like it. Oh, it is spelled like it. I must be thinking about something else. What am I thinking about? Kaylee isn't spelled like Kaylee, is it? No, well, you see, there are three ways of spelling Kaylee. There's the proper way, yes. the improper yes. way, and the Irish way. Yes, and then your way, and then, of course, the K. No, you see, the Scottish proper way is C-E-I-L-I-D-H. You see? Uh-huh. Sometimes in Scotland it's spelled C-E-I-L... No, it's spelled C-E-L-I-D-H, uh-huh. which is improper, in fact. And in Ireland it's spelled C-E-I-L-I. And at number one, Betcher Wall Avenue, Thomas and the Ethics, they spell it K, capital K-L-double-E. He's just giving his dress away. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope if you're taping this program, you'll take it down and go down there and thumb Marcus and Leo one evening. And uh, I just look, no. Um, well, I was thinking, we were talking, you know, during the records, we've been talking to ourselves, imagining what commercial radio ever came to England. I mean, if it came to Britain, I, you know, if commercial radio we're came here. to Britain. Yeah, we're know, going, yeah, remember? fair enough. No, but I mean, sort of land-based commercial radio stations, they came to Britain. And the chances are, the majority, or some of them at least, will have I of their own identifications to give you some idea of what they, you know, which station you're listening to. That's right. They could quite In fact, the last stations which run them now. Uh, yeah. Radio London used to run them, you know, their yeah. own. And, of course, Swinging Radio England and Britain Radio. And, of course, Caroline runs theirs, don't they? Yeah, as well, Radio England used to. No, we just pinch them off everybody else. <laughs> no, not exactly, actually. We just do what everybody else does. It's yeah, cheaper from WABC. And, yes, quite possibly, you'll agree, I mean, the majority of these promotions if you've actually heard them all the way through, are very, very beautiful. They're very well designed so that you can listen to them all the time. Don't tell that, Ducky. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was Fred Flummox. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, uh, what I was thinking was, perhaps we play another 77 jingle, a very smooth one, and you'll agree with me and Tony that it's a very, very uh, pleasant promo. In fact, it's just the sort of thing you could listen to and the sort of thing that makes you think if only commercial radio was here. <laughs> Get your earphones on, Neddy, or squeaking. <laughs> yes, you see what happens is his earphones fell off, didn't they, Tony? Yes. yes. <laughs> Admit it. I'm sorry. Take that. Oh, hi. You are accused of having your earphones off. Three lashes. Anyway, that whistle, didn't it? We are also accused of supplying something that the public likes, wants, and needs. Exactly. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Those yeah, listeners, what are they going to do for, you know, for entertainment? What are they going to do? I really couldn't tell you. What are you going to do, madam? I'm afraid this record's fallen apart. In fact, we have lots of letters saying they're going to sell their radios. So I, I'm perhaps we can inaugurate a mass selling of radios or something like that. You know, so if you want to sell your radio, you are. Uh, switch the thing on. I can't hear it from here. Sorry, I was listening to something else. Yeah, I know you were. He just wanders off the other side of the studio and starts playing records to himself as an idiot. So, Tony Allen. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, you know, it's quite possible that everybody's going to start selling their radios. I don't quite know how much they're going to sell them for. The price of radios is going to drop tremendously. 
exports are going to go up. Dark <laughs> oh. time as well. Yes. <laughs> ben Healy's familiar theme. You can't sit down, part one. Played by Bill Upchurch Combo. Start again. Well, I was going to say, that's his name. What's yours? Fred Grumbleweed. And uh, that brings back a lot of memories to me of another station. Yes, yes. Very Radio Essex. Yeah, Radio Essex. And we had a guy on there, very, very good friend of mine. Well, I mean, you have to be friends to be on a radio station, but you can't go around hating everybody. You're all flower childs aren't here. Aren't you kids? Oh, heavens. Pedal people live all over the place. Anyway, this character was called uh, Richard Palmer. I'd like to say hello to Dick Palmer if he's listening in. Shut up, I'm talking. <laughs> if anybody remembers listening to Essex, and uh, you would have heard Dick Palmer on the air. He did a thing. We had uh, uh, the Essex Beat Club, the EBC, and we used that same theme. And it, it was regarded as being Dick Palmer's theme, as he used to do the show all the time. And uh, he used to talk something like this. It's Dick Palmer on the Beat Club, and uh, it's the Essex Beat Club from Radio Essex on two double two meters with eight floors in each leg. And it's really quite funny, because nobody's laughing in here, because you've got to be there to appreciate the joke. But if Dick's listening in, I think you're a great guy, mate. You know, I'll be giving you a tinkle when I get back south again, just to see exactly what's cooking down there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds bad, doesn't it? Yeah. On the telephone, you idiot. Hey, you mean you've got to call him up? Yeah, you know, sort of give him a ring and, you know, have fun generally, you know. Enough said. On with the record. Actually, we're, we were going to go on from one station, Essex, to... We've spoken enough about Essex. In fact, we're going on to another station, which will not be going off the air, because Caroline. Yes, and um, while we're here, I'd like to say how much... I, and I mean this very sincerely, how much I personally admire Ronan O'Reilly and, Second, uh, of course, Phil Solomon. Um, and all the 
guys, and all the guys, you know, especially people like Robbie Dale and Tom Edward, who were staying on the station. Tom Edward was later Radio City. Um, was going up in the world. Yes, he was later Radio City. And also Kilroy. Oh, uh, Kilroy, yes. There's a new guy on there called Kilroy. Yes, he's from the States, Kilroy. And they'll all be staying on there, sort of defying the bill to see what they can do. But I really don't know what's going to happen. But uh, we just like to say, you know, good luck to all the guys. Very good luck to you, and we respect you, and, you know, sort of wish you all the luck in the world. We really do. From Marcus and me. You know, we, you know, we'd hate to think anything might go wrong, but we wish you all the very best of luck, and I'm sure everybody listening at the moment will agree with us that you're bound to do a very fine job. Half past nine o'clock now, we're going to bring back a memory of Caroline. I was going to say in tribute to well, that, that would Caroline. Be a, yes. <laughs> At 199 meters in your medium wave band, this is Radio. He was a joke. Simply, Caroline, as everybody knows, it was a big hit single for them. Of course, the signature tune of one Radio Caroline, who once again we admire very much indeed for trying their very best to stay on the air for as long as they possibly can. So there you are. That's just about all we can possibly about say. all we can possibly say about Radio Caroline. And then, of course, there's uh, another station that went off the air a long time ago. Well, well it didn't go on. off the air. It, it sort of changed its name to quite simply 227 Radio 227. Well, in fact, it, it changed to Radio Dolphin, you see. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Radio Dolphin. And then it turned to 227 and, in fact, went off the air last week under the Official. title of 227 last yeah. Saturday evening. Started off as Swinging Radio England. Radio England. 
seven. Big Van England's Dolphin to two two seven to close down last Saturday evening. Saying goodbye to a few friends of mine, John Aston, and one or two other guys aboard there. In fact, one guy that came from Radio Scotland who went down there, Al Black. He uh, was fishing around for jobs all over the place. Oh, of course, and it's our very own TM in the AM was down there. Tony Meany was on in fact Britain Radio and the TW TW and Jack McLaughlin was down on Jack Britain Radio. He was down there as well. Oh, just about everybody went down to uh, Britain Radio and Radio. As a, as a matter of fact, it was rather funny when um, when Alan Black and Tony Meany and Jack McLaughlin were all on Radio uh, Britain Radio, I should say, all at the same time. It was rather funny because you tuned in. There was Radio Scotland reincarnate playing smooth music. Yeah, it was rather wonderful. We had a similar sort of thing going when Radio Essex went off the air. Most of the guys went to Radio 270. We used to call it Radio, or no, in actual fact, when Radio Essex went off the air, it became BBMS. We used to call 270, amongst ourselves, not over the air, of course, BBMS North. And because, you know, we had engineers from Essex out there and BBMS and all the guys and DJs and jocks and just about everybody up there. And then they sort of split up after a few weeks, you know. But it was quite uncanny, you know, it was working with the same team of guys. And of course, that's the way it's nice to be because you're used to them. You know what to expect from the guys. Yes. You don't nice. stretch things. Well, anyway, Marcus, look, I think it's about time we played your theme tune, if you'd like to introduce it. Yeah, I used this for the last two stations. Before this, I used a thing by Lonnie Mack called Memphis. I changed to this new theme tune. I call it the new theme tune, at least my latest theme tune, my second theme tune, when I lost Lonnie Mack. And I, I changed to this sound because, I don't know, I thought it was pretty fair sound. It makes a change to, you know, freshen up a bit. I used it on my first day of 270, and I'm using it now on my last day of transmission on Radio Scotland. I think it's only fair to play on the cooler. The Dave Devaney final and fantastic, wondrous one, winners and pedal people and uh, wonderlings everywhere. Hello. Goodbye. That's the last time you're likely to hear my theme. You lucky people. In a way, for me, it's a very sad occasion to put the thing away, put it into dust bags, <laughs> a bit of cellophane paper, and cellophane paper isn't such a thing, is there? We'll put it back in his bag and hide it somewhere until, I don't know, some other occasion. <laughs> Shut up. Actually, Thank it's you. Just that I've run out of cigarettes. Oh, you twit. <laughs> I thought you were really feeling sorry for me for a minute. I'd say hello to Ben Healy, who uh, isn't listening in right now. Now, <laughs> he might be, but if, if anybody's listening in, now, yes, we're both fired. <laughs> yeah, if he's listening in right about now, if he's not listening in, you know, Ben, maybe you've been brought round to the Locarno Ballroom. <laughs> have yourself a ball and uh, say hello to Tony for us. And make sure he enjoys himself. Buy him a few drinks, a poor guy. He hasn't never got any money. It's, it's rather funny, you know, because, um, uh, yeah. you know, Ben's doing a double act tonight. He's doing rather, he's, he's got a split personality. He's going to be here and there. He's at the Lacano Ballroom right now in the quarter to town, 242. You can hear Ben Healy. That's his name. What's yours? Swing for you. Right round on the Destination Midnight Show. Now until about uh, 10, 5 to 11. And of course, our esteemed managing director, Mr. Tommy Shields, comes along with that farewell program we tell which he's been asked to do. Sat watching TV one night. Will you stop clicking your fingers again? Oh, blimey, Charlie. 
sorry, there's no Charlie aboard. <laughs> Shivering you want tumbleweeds or something. And now listen to this story because we were sitting there uh, watching TV one evening. With my ears. <laughs> it was terribly funny because I was chewing, Freddie was chewing as he is now. Get your fingers out of your mouth, Freddie. And Richard, Richard <laughs> Pollock is you. chewing, you see. Uh, our nails. <laughs> That's a nervous disposition. They're always being very nervous. Actually, it's one thing that this place does to you. It makes you a bag of nails. Nerves. <laughs> well, you see, we have to listen to the Mark West program. This was a... No, but I was telling you, uh, we were sat there and chewing our nails, and all of a sudden, Mel Howard, dear old Mel, turned around and said, <clears throat> there are three guys chewing their nails in here, and one of them's the chef. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Richard Pollard. Oh, I demand an immediate apology. <laughs> and so we all died laughing. Now we better get on to the last theme. You better introduce this. No, you introduce Go on, you introduce. He doesn't know the name of it. Introduce your damn thing, you fool. Well, if you insist. Oh, I've played this theme, especially for all the people I know. Peter James. Good evening, Peter dear. And uh, yeah. I've played for a few people. And down in the south of England, I like to play with Roland Riley. Peter James on 390. We haven't said hello to the guys on 390. Roger Scott, Dave Sinclair, Chris oh, Clark, all the guys down there. Because uh, 390 went off the air somewhat earlier. In fact, yes. a week before we did, due to unfortunate circumstances, some way or other. We were dragged to the court. Yeah, exactly. Yes, well, anyway, things are on 390. Good evening to all the guys on 390. Eddie Curl and uh, Dave Sinclair and Peter James and everybody. Oh, and, of course, David Lyde, a very, very yeah. nice managing director. And, um... Oh, no, he went to Britain Radio. I was thinking of Ted Albrecht. Yes, uh, <laughs> Ted Albrecht. Good evening to you, Edward. Uh, also to Ron O'Reilly and people like Philip Birch and Alan Keane of Big L. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, yes. Why didn't Alan uh, Keane give me a job? I can't remember. <laughs> so I went radically wrong there. Yeah, and, um... Why didn't you give me a job, Alan? That is out of silence. You're supposed to be playing the record now. Isn't that it? Have you ever shown them how to cure a record? Well, no, I haven't, actually. That's an idea. We've got a bit of time on that. Well, you see, what you do, you put the record on. Go through the whole procedure. Go on. So you just take the record off. Now, it takes the record off. Tony takes the record off. It's a nice, bright, yellow record. Yeah, it's got a big gold sticker across. It's got Tony Allen theme written on it. It's called Flamingo by Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. Now, he puts it on the... No, uh, first... Oh, sorry. Now, oh, the turntable is a Garrard 401. It's got a little arm out of it, as usual, and a sure finger me bob on the end. Head. What's it called, Drew? Sure cartridge. A sure cartridge. Thank you. Check it. must be a bit. That he knows, I don't. Yeah. You put this on to the turntable. He's actually doing this live as it happens. <laughs> you on. turn it on, and it goes round. Now, the first thing I we would do... We would normally put it on to cue, but for this occasion, we want you to hear how it's done, yes. so we'll leave it on transmit. Now, what we do... Uh, I don't know whether anybody else does this, but I always check the speed before I go on the air. We have, we a, special, we have a special gadget which we can check the speed with. Just and sure I always check the speed. Then I get my finger underneath the needle. And we go... You know, the I, click of a switch. I go like this. That's right, just to make sure there's no fluff. And that gets all the fluff off. Puts a lot of oil on, which ruins the records, but gets the fluff off. I put it on. 
some wire back. And then just with my fingers, my, one of my fingers, I just grab hold of the disc and pull it back. Now, the top of the turntable has got felt on it, um, and the billiard board table felt. This makes it nice and slidey, you see. So the record can come back and go round and up and down and inside out and everything. So there we are. And we've got time for just this last record, which is, well, no reason why it shouldn't be your theme tone. Well, all right then. As far as Bulliver are concerned, we'd like to thank Hannah and Bulliver. This program has been brought to you by Bulliver Watchers. Yeah. That was our last live and final time check. Uh, by, courtesy of, by courtesy of Bulliver on the last live show. That's what I mean, yes. That's what we mean. That's what we mean. As, well as, as we came in, we better go out. Well, we'd better say goodbye first. Yeah, that's a good idea. After you, Marcus. It's been nice talking to you for this last and final program. We've got no particular name for it. It's just a general muckabout. Just, you know, just informationing all over the place. All I can say is quite simply goodbye. And I'll use the same unusual theme out, which of course is cheers, enjoy yourselves and have fun. Guard yourself, don't drive too fast, don't drink too much. Enjoy yourself, that's the main things. And try and find some more entertainment while we're not around. Don't go ripping out cinema seats. <laughs> we still pull 
when we came and started broadcasting. <laughs> Whatever you do, find some things to do, find some entertainment for yourselves, and be assured that when and if we can, we'll be back to entertain you as soon as we possibly can. We won't leave you in the left side of this, as we are having to do now. So until you hear from me, at one time or another, cheers, enjoy yourselves, goodbye. Let me all clap you twist. Thank you. 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 I've been here just four short months. Seems like a lifetime. You know, I've met so many friends, both on the boat and off the boat, especially in Glasgow and surrounding districts. I'd like, if I might, to... Um Ah, he's guess who's arrived in the studio? He's going to say goodbye. Now, come on in. Very quickly, Jack. No, Jack, very quickly, just scream goodbye. Go on, please. Hello and goodbye. Just this once is your last and only chance. Hello and goodbye. Thank you. That is, in fact, Jack Johnson, the man that keeps us on the air. We really would like to say thanks, a very big thanks to Jack, a diesel technician. Yeah, for all the trials and tribulations which he's undergone. But he has always got those generators working again. And I'd like also to say this to Drew. Yeah, Drew, say goodbye, Drew. No matter what has happened with those transmitters, they have got us back on the air as soon as possible. Thank you very much indeed. And of course, the cook who's kept us well fed. The dreaded Who called the cook a thing? Come on, mate. Say goodbye, mate. It's very good. Bye, everybody. Bye, Gokai. Oh, he should be on the radio. He should be on the stage. There's one leaving in the hospital. He hasn't left, actually. That's why he's still here. No, but I must get back to this spiel. I've got to read this script somehow. No, no I'll get you a bit of paper. <laughs> Thanks, sound effect. You Toilet just paper. crumbled up the next running order. I'll explain that to you at 11 o'clock. Now, sincerely, for the four months I've been on the station, I've really enjoyed myself. Had a wonderful time. I've been a little, um... Uh, unnerved at times, I suppose, by things. Uh, Mel Hart, to name one, and uh, John Kerr, to name another. But John and Mel especially, I'd like to give a big thank you to. And also, I'd like to give a very, very special hearty thanks to Bob Spencer, who in fact taught me more or less everything I know about the elementaries of going on the air. He taught me, in fact, how to work this panel. He taught me more or less the rudiments of the game. So thanks very much indeed to Bob Spencer. Thank you much, very much to all you people, Mrs. Collins and uh, Annie Grant and Anne and Marion up in Dundee and all the people, Mrs. Tom and everybody who's written to me, uh, everybody whom I've met. Thank you very much indeed. Once again, Tony Allen saying bye-bye and God bless you all.
Well, you don't often hear bagpipes on Three Valleys Radio, but you did today. Radio Scotland there, closing down, sadly, in 1967. So, that's it for this week's show. We'll be back again next week, same time, same station, with some more offshore radio broadcasts. Thank you for joining us. When pirates ruled the airwaves... Three Valleys Radio takes you back to the early 60s to the radio revolution that took place then out in the North Sea. Over the coming weeks, we shall be bringing you the sounds of Radio Caroline, Radio London, Radio North Sea, Swing and Radio England, and many more. So together, let's keep the radio revolution alive here on Three Valleys Radio. 